Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. Once again, a little bit later than we wanted, but still figuring out routines with a new puppy around. Uh, thank you all so much for downloading and listening. My name is Peter Klein. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimeklein, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Uh, coming up on the show today, uh, NBA and NHL playoffs. It's been fun, so let's just jump right into it as we look at the Leafs, the Oilers, the Hurricanes a little bit, uh, and then the Celtics, uh, the Nuggets, wow, and the Lakers, eh. Uh, So, we have a lot to cover. Thank you all so much for downloading and listening today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, let's start in the NHL and the Toronto Maple Leafs um, do the thing that you only do when it comes to the playoffs. They staved. They stave off elimination. I don't know what staving on is. I don't know... In what other world that staving is a thing, but they, they, they staved like no one has staved before as they pick up a win over the Florida Panthers. And this one was quite simple. The core four for the Toronto Maple Leafs showed up in this game. Um, Nylanders, who's been their best player in the playoffs, gets a, a big goal. Marner, who is like... I still think kind of regarded as one of the better players in the league, and I still think is a little bit underrated. Um, he came up with a big game. Tavares had some chances. Matthews, I probably of the four, he was fourth, but he was still pretty good, I thought. Um, they That needs to continue in this game. And th- this was one of the things that you would kind of worry about the Leafs coming into a second-round series after all of those failures in the first round is, okay, they figured out how to pass the first round, you need to elevate that game again. And they hadn't until last night. And then they finally do. The, the thing that gives you confidence in the Toronto Maple Leafs going forward is I do believe that they have pretty well outplayed Florida for stretches of this series. Like, they, they soundly outplayed the, the Florida Panthers in that game last night. Um, that There was, to me, no question who the better team in that game was. And if they haven't outplayed them in the other games, they've at least come closer. Um, like, it, it's at least been closer than that. So, cumulatively, which there's no way I said that right, but if you base it off the aggregate, the Leafs have, I think, the like, have the edge right now, and it's just in goal, Bobrovsky has been absolutely out of his mind, and I, I still think, A, if Toronto keeps out playing them like that, then they are going to be fine. Well, not fine would be a bit of a stretch, but th- they are going to have a chance in this thing, and at one point, I have to think Bobrovsky has to break. Like, th- this is just a run like we haven't seen from him in a while, and at some point, I do think it's going to fall off, and so right here, right now, the Leafs, plus 315, we're going to a little sprinkle on that one to um, to, to uh, take this series. I, I still think they are able to, to get the job done in this one and have an opportunity to potentially come back and, and win in this series. And when you look at it, like... The Panthers in five is uh, plus money. Panthers in like they're they're all plus money right now for those. If you think the Panthers are just going to get it done in game five, then Panthers in five, pretty good way to to go about that. So I it, it does kind of feel like Toronto is right back in this series. 
and I, I I do feel like the the Leafs have a really good chance um, of having a, a historic comeback, which in this whole era of or this whole postseason of trying to right all the wrongs from the past era, boy, that would be quite the thing if they were to come back from from three nothing down and end up getting the win in this one. Uh, moving on to the Oilers and Knights, like they they just exchange blowouts. Like there hasn't been an overly competitive game in this series, I don't think, and it's just been one team playing a high level and the other team playing a high level. If both these teams can just kind of match, that would be a whole lot of fun. Um, but the big thing I think for Edmonton in last night's game is Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets the goal. Obviously, we know Drysaddle's been excellent. We know Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid. If Nuge can get this one kind of back on track, that would be a really big boost for Edmonton to kind of push them over the top. Because I feel like that the, the the level below those guys needs to step up a little bit more. And they did last night. And if they can do that again, that's going to be massive for the Oilers going forward in this series. So I think for Edmonton to get that boost back with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that's going to be something that this Oilers team can really kind of build on. You see it now in the series price. The Oilers are at minus 170 to win this series. Um, I, I think Edmonton... That one last night really puts them back on it. We'll see what's going on with the goaltending situation in in Vegas, but that this is if the Oilers get the the depth guys going now, that's going to be monumental for them going forward. Um, and also the the Carolina Hurricanes with a nice oh you forgot um, oh and just as I was saying that the the Oilers um, the chances get a bit hurt I think uh, going forward as Ryan, or, um, Darnell Nurse gets a one game suspension for his instigator penalty in game four against the Vegas Golden Knights. That is, look, Nurse isn't necessarily like, not Bobby Orr out there, but he is a solid defender. That's a, a pretty big hit in a series that has had a lot of offense in it. I, I still like the Oilers going forward, but man, maybe in seven now in, instead of six. Um, and lastly, all of the talk about the about the, the East being wide open after the Boston Bruins lost, People are sleeping on the Carolina Hurricanes, and they are making a statement in this series with just an absurd level of ass-kickery over the, the New Jersey Devils. Nothing really more in-depth. Like, just like, this is a team that is so stupidly talented. There is... That there isn't, um, I, I don't think, honestly, there might not be another team in the playoffs that's as talented as, as Carolina. What are we looking at for... Uh, Stanley Cup odds right now as we take a look. Ah, the, the Hurricanes are favored. Plus 275. We're not getting a whole lot of value in that one. Leafs plus 1,200, though. You know what? We'll put uh, a little sprinkle on that one. Why not? Leafs down 3-1. Let's put a bit of a sprinkle on some things with uh, with Toronto. We're, we're just getting absurd at this point, but we're going for it here. Another one that's interesting, Seattle plus 1,600. Like, that, that wasn't a great look the other night, but they can... People have been sleeping on Seattle this whole time, and to get them at plus six, uh, plus sixteen hundred right now would be, I I think, a little bit interesting as well. So we're we're doing a lot of sprinkling mid show here on Couch Potato Diary today. Um, let's transition now to the NBA, and this is coming up for the the Boston Celtics tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a night where they face a lot of tough questions. They're going into Philadelphia, down 3-2, after just an abysmal loss in, in Game 5. You keep waiting for the Celtics to figure it out and for the 76ers to just go away. And it has not happened. And it's ironic that there is a team that could be facing some serious questions about their future after tonight, and it's the team that's facing Embiid, Harden, 
and um, and Doc Rivers. It's not those guys because those guys have had a lot of tough questions to answer for after postseason games in the past. Um, but now for those guys to put this pressure back onto another team is really fascinating. We'll see what the star players do to kind of bounce back from that. There has been a lot of panic um, around this now with the, the Boston Celtics. Um, and the, the people are already breaking up the core and the season isn't over yet. I feel like a lot of times when that happens, the, the team responds in a big time way. I would expect Boston to respond in a big time way. I still think the Celtics actually win this series outright. So I, I do think that a little bit of the over, um, a little bit of the discussion is overblown here, but it is now time for Tatum to, to really step up. If he is going to be that guy, the 1A on a championship team, he needs to be the one to step up in this game today. He needs to be the one to um, deliver a, hey, we're still here. He needs to be the one to carry his team. Uh, Smart needs to figure out a whole lot of things, but Tatum needs to be the guy going forward. On the Philly side, the reason you're feeling pretty good about this is... You've won three games, and Embiid has played well in about one of them. Um, and so to, to think that Embiid isn't going to have a big game in the next two games is a little absurd to think about. So I, I Philadelphia is in a good spot, but I do feel like I still think Boston's a more talented team, and I still think they're going to be able to show that here. Um, but once again, it feels like we're not talking about the best team in the NBA right now. And the best team in the NBA right now is the Denver Nuggets. At least on home court, it's the Denver Nuggets. Uh, to win the championship, they are the favorites right now at plus 300. Man, the 76ers are plus 325 to win the title. They're the second best odds to win a championship right now. That is absurd to me. But how she goes, I suppose. Um, but Denver... Jokic is playing out of his mind. Uh, Murray is getting back to the bubble. Murray, like the, this, the, the home court advantage is a monster one. But I like they're just they're just so good. Like they need Booker and Durant to have otherworldly games just to hang with these dudes. So it, there isn't a whole lot of other analysis on this. It's just Denver is insane. Um, and now to the Lakers. They fall last night to the Golden State Warriors, failing to put Golden State away. And now it's kind of like, again, Golden State is trailing. However, Golden State has Game 7 on their home floor. And the Lakers are looking a little beat up. Like, I, I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, LeBron just picking his spots. Be nice if he could pick one here. Because he didn't in Game 4 and they were able to get that win. I kind of think he's just hurt. Like, I don't think he is just picking his spots. I think he's just sore. Very, very, very sore. And so I I, I don't believe that the Lakers have another big LeBron performance. When you are seeing crunch time with AD off the floor because he got bumped on the noggin. With AD off of the floor, there are full possessions late where LeBron's not touching the ball. And it, it, it's great that Lonnie Walker Jr., or sorry, Lonnie Walker IV was able to do that thing that he did back in game, uh, what was it, back in game four. You can't be relying on that. Uh, that. There's too many possessions where it's in Russell's hands, it's in Reeves' hands, it's in Walker's hands, and it's not in one of your superstars' hands down the stretch. If LeBron is as hurt as it seems like he is, I just don't think the Lakers have that next little push to get them over the edge. It needs to be in the hands of their stars. And if AD is going to be hurt, 
LeBron is going to have to figure out a way to become more effective because it, it's starting to look like instead of just saving it up, he's kind of just cooked at this point. Um, I, 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 watching that game last night and seeing like huge crunch time moments because you see, like, you think of like, oh, well, he's just saving himself up. He knew they had an extra game. Man, if they win that game, he's got a pretty extensive break coming up between the, this series and the Western Conference Final. So I, I kind of feel like that one would have been the time to turn it on. Again, far be it for me to question LeBron James, but that felt like that would have been the time for uh, for LeBron, uh, sorry, LeBron to really step up and take this one over. And he just, he was nowhere to be found that entire game. Um, all right, we've done a few sprinkles for today's ticket. Uh, so we're going to keep it with that. Short and sweet to the point with the, this episode. Just a few rapid fire thoughts wanted to get out there for another podcast. Uh, I can't promise anything. I'm hoping for fights in football Friday. Come out tomorrow. May, mainly just be a fight in Friday. Uh, so we will talk to you all next time we talk to you all. Have a good day, everyone. Once again, on social media, I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. And you can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Talk to you all later. I'm out.